0: Jeez. I hate people. I hate people. This is why they're the worst. Are you ready for it? Hey, Rach. <laughs> hey, Rob. Why do what? you always start laughing? Because I'm laughing. I didn't, al- I don't always start laughing, but I'm laughing this time because Rebecca's in her new office setup and she has like a tiny little square foam thing behind her on her window. Like, well, no. as if that's going to help and make the whole thing soundproof. I bet her audio is so much better than mine because no. of that tiny 12 by 12 piece of foam. No, what you don't see is that they're everywhere. I got them from Amazon when I was in, because we started this when we were still in, a re- in under renovation. So I got them from Amazon thinking it was going to be like one big wall. Like, I thought 12 by 12 feet. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they came with like 60 little 12 by 12 inch soundproof things so i just scatter them all over my computers on it i have a few lined up against the window so back off i'm sitting on one just kidding i'm not one's in my lap though oh, yeah. definitely gonna screenshot that for the social media <laughs> do you man um what up people are the worst listeners i'm rachel that's rebecca we're identical twins Love true um, crime, hate people, love a story with a plot twist for to real. Sum it up. And today's story, Rachel is telling. But first, let me do Patreon shout outs because I just love y'all so much. All right, what up, Caroline, Alexis, and Callie? Thank whoop you whoop. for joining the Patreon. You've gotten us one step closer to living the dream, you know? Mm hmm. Speaking of Patreon, uh, bonus episode three is out now, should be, just saying. Um, That's also my episode. I tell about Rebecca's almost roommate, I mean, not almost, well, almost landlord in D.C. named Anne. We've referenced her throughout a couple of episodes. We've referenced her. Um, It's not just like a bad landlord story who doesn't have that. Like, this bitch was psycho. It's a coming-of-age story. It is. It, it just keeps getting, like, at first when I was re-listening to it, I was like, uh-huh, yes, I know all this. This is pretty good, pretty standard. But as it goes, you're just like, what is wrong with this chick? So it's interesting. It's, we laugh a lot. We mm-hmm. It makes me hyper to relive it. Yeah, to relive it for Rebecca. We reflect. It's, it's a beautiful story. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Um... But anyway, so how are you? I'm emotionally drained just because Uh, (laughs) it's a rough and long work week. I won't get into it, but I do want to say Mazel Tov tov to you for having two kids, a full-time job and a couple of side gigs. It is, (gasps) I'm exhausted. I can't even have one. Oh my God, that is so nice. I know. Um, I can't even think about having a second one. I'm so tired. I mean, well... (laughs) Second kid? Yeah. Oh, I'm tired, so back off. Let's just get this over with. Oh, my God. I'm kidding. No, I get it. This is my perk of the day. I love this. That's all I want to, yeah, obviously, y'all know. Okay, I won't dwell on it, but I'm amped on your story because I don't even know what you're doing, who you're doing. Great, because you're going to be, after this, exhausted and pissed. Oh, fun. I know. What a way to start the day. We're not even to lunch yet. Today, I'm telling you about Ryan Waller and Heather Kwan. Ryan Waller and Heather Kwan. Okay. I don't, off the top of my head, I don't know them. So let's get going. I know. I'm curious if you will know it. I can't decide. Mm-hmm. How about I tell you and then you tell me later if you'd heard of it? Sure. <laughs> That's how we'll go about it. My sources are a Medium article by AJ Wiseman maricopacounty.org this is monsters on youtube there's actually two episodes on this and then explore with us on youtube monsters like what is that do i need to follow them this is monsters um i think they have a podcast actually but their youtube was very well done it's uh oh. 90 of this came from that like it was just they were good this is sorry this is monsters what this is, is monsters I need to subscribe to that channel. I love a good YouTube. Listen while on my way to work. That's why I was scared you'd um, heard of this one or may have know what it is because it's also my my last source was Explore with Us, on yeah, YouTube. I do follow them. A lot of YouTube happening. All right. So Ryan Waller was born in February 1988 in Phoenix, Arizona. In 2006, he had just graduated high school and moved into a house with his 21 year old girlfriend Heather Kwan and their mutual friend Alicia. Heather was a student at ASU and also grew up in Phoenix, so she and Ryan knew each other since they were kids. On Christmas Day in 2006, Ryan and Heather were supposed to go to Ryan's parents' house for dinner. His dad, Don, called him just before dinner and went straight to voicemail. Ryan and Heather never showed up for dinner, so Don calls again right after dinner and same thing, straight to voicemail. He went ahead and had dinner? Yeah, they just sat for... I'm just Yeah, well, and they're, like, young kids. Like, he was like, I mean, he could be ditching us, but this seems very unusual. Right. No, i yeah. So, Don and Ryan's mom, no source said his mom's name, so. They drove over to their house, and when no one answers the door, they call 911 to do a welfare check. He made that call at 7.50 p.m. The cops come to do the check at 11.30 p.m. Just, Whoa. I know. What year is this? I'm sorry. 2006. I always ask you, and then I immediately apologize. Okay. I know, because you're not listening, and I'm not even one page in. (laughs) That's right. So they take their sweet-ass time getting over there. When they finally got there, there's still no answer when they knock. So everyone starts looking in the window, and his dad, Don, sees someone lying there. So the cops are like, okay, you go off to the street. You step back. We'll take it from here. In four hours, they didn't do that before? Look in the window? Well, I think... He was scared too. Oh, okay. He he was like, This is unusual. Like he, he I, I think he was nervous and he just really wanted the cops to get there and do it. I know. Okay. So they start kind of like picking at the lock, and someone inside hears it and opens the door. <gasps> it's Ryan Waller. He's alive, he's conscious, but they're immediately taken by how weird he's acting. And the fact that he looks like he's been in a fight. He had, like, cuts on his face. He had a big black eye. Oh, brother. They look over his shoulder and see Heather dead on the couch. She's been shot in the head. Ooh. Obviously, their attention turned right back to Ryan. Mm -hmm. He's acting very weird. Again, they ask him to confirm he's Ryan Waller, and he just, like, stares at him. They ask him what happened. He says, I don't know. What? Yeah. So he blacked out, killed her, and... It's coming too, it right? Sounds like, and so well, they're like, "What? What are you talking about?" I think at one point they ask because she's on the couch facing away from them. So I think and at that's one, who Don saw in the window. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I think at one point they ask, "Like, who's that? What happened there?" And I think he said, "She's asleep." That was from one source that I didn't even list because that's the one little blurb I got of it. And I'm like, I don't know if that's true. Well, because my head usually gushes blood when I sleep, too. (laughs) Well, she shot the head. Yeah, I don't think they could see that yet because they wanted to come Uh in. And Ryan starts getting kind of frustrated and says they can't come in. And they're like, well, no, we actually don't need a warrant for this. Like, we're coming in. Right. So they're like, Okay, you're coming with us. We have questions. You're being weird. So they cuffed him and sat him in the patrol car for four hours and then finally took him to the police station for questioning. God, four more hours. With I know. Well, they're people. waiting on, like, paramedics to confirm that Heather was actually dead and all of that. So when they finally get there, detective, Paul Dalton comes in to do the interrogation. The entire ter- interrogation is online, and I have a couple of clips I'm going to play. Yes, But it's infuriating and confusing you're gonna be like what is happening and that's what um everyone thought so ryan is very irritated throughout questioning and answers i don't know to almost every single question even not incriminating ones like do you know heather kwan i don't know everything don't ask what almost everything he does start answering questions but he's irritated Um, Dalton asks, what's the highest grade you completed? And Ryan says, B. And Dalton's like, no, not letter grade. Did you graduate high school? And he says, no, I only finished through eighth grade, which is not true. He finished high school. Oh, my God. Wait, this is kind of starting to sound familiar because of that post on Reddit before we even started this podcast. And I asked for suggestions on any insane true crime stories people had. And I gave examples of what I was already thinking about doing an episode on. And this one came up, I think. Mm. And everyone was like, this is a, It's insane. Okay. yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Let's oh do it. Gosh. All right. <laughs> I really didn't want you to know, but okay. Sure. I didn't look it up though. I, I, the guy who suggested it uh, guy came in and gave me a summary and read it. So I didn't need to look it up, but it was like very short. I don't know everything clearly, but this is sounding. I know this is it. Okay, go. Great. So- He's irritated. He's lying. He did graduate high school. Um, Dalton asks Heather's last name. And he says, Clyman, which is not true. I've already told you her last name's Kwan. Right. Da- Dalton asks how old Heather is. He says, 16 or 17. Again, not true. He- she's 21. Oh, my gosh. Are we inconveniencing you, right? Yeah, he's irritated. Dalton then asks why he has a black eye. He says, I don't know. Then he goes on to say that Heather did hit him, but it was an accident. Dalton, of course, asks if they got in an argument that day, and he says, mm, "Not really." So Dalton keep, Dalton's like getting frustrated too, and so he keeps. I can imagine. He keeps pressing him, and Ryan says, "This." I'm scared to be loud. She just hit me on accident. She was giving Christina a head. She was what? She was telling Christina with her hair or something. I don't know. Who's Christina. <laughs> She's on the couch. Christina's on the couch. So obviously that's hard to hear. So I'm gonna recap it. Who the hell is Christina? Right. Just gonna ask. So in the club, you may not have heard, but Dalton said, "Ask that," and he said, and Ryan says, "The girl on the couch." And Dalton's like, "No, it isn't. We already know the girl on the couch is Heather. Like, we don't know who Christina is." So throughout the interrogation, you see how frustrated Dalton is. Like, he, Ryan's contradicting himself. He's lying. He's just really throwing a right. wrench in this interrogation. And so Daughton's well, counterproductive for him. He's like, I just want to go home. It's probably in the middle of the night at this point being like, you're wasting my time. Yeah. And he he already came in kind of playing tough cop, mm-hmm. but now he's getting pissed. Right. That would be the most infuriating part about interrogations. That they I mean, like, stop fucking lying. It's 3 a.m. I would I mean, rather self. someone sit there in silence. Because because everything he says, he like has to take seriously. Like he's like, wait, okay, great. Who's Christina? Like, right. And we don't even know he could be making that, that name up. We'll see. So the rambling statements continue. He asks Ryan if Heather is his girlfriend. Ryan says, No, Heather's Eric's girlfriend. Who the, Who the fuck, fuck is, is Eric? Eric? <laughs> he then recants and says, "No, Heather is actually his girlfriend, but she didn't hit him. Alicia did, the other roommate." Right. Dalton circles back to Alicia hitting him a few minutes later, and Ryan says he doesn't know an Alicia and confirms that Heather actually hit him. Why? It. I mean, he's like, wait, what? It, it's insane. So again, Dalton's visibly pissed. He's like, What are you talking about? Nothing you're saying is making sense. So he keeps pressing what the elf happened. Mm-hmm. And Ryan says this Well, these people came over, Richie and his dad with shooting arrow, bone, and darts. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Me and her with those. That's it. And the Heather wasn't there. Eric wasn't there. It was just me and Heather. Oh, he says Heather wasn't there, and then it was just him and Heather. <laughs> that was part of my recap, and I'll point out in my notes. I'm not saying that wrong. He said it wrong. So, duh. It's that he's he saying now. Richie and his dad came over and shot us with bow and arrows. Oh, he says Heather, Eric, and Heather weren't there. It was just me and Heather, right? So was I couldn't like, hear the bow and arrow part, but yeah, wow. He, well, he said bow and arrow and dart. It, it was confusing, but essentially mm-hmm. saying a bow and arrow. And Dalton's mm-hmm. like, what? First one. Now who's Richie? Right. Like, you're throwing all these names out there. We need last names, especially because we got a lot, a long list now. So again, Dalton's like, oh, who is Richie? And Ryan says, someone who used to live the house. Then he changes it to, no, Richie and his dad came over with a gun, and Richie's Heather's dad, which, again, is not true. I don't don't know Heather's dad's name, but it's not Richie. So this back and forth, literally the entire interrogation, is like this for an hour. Throughout it, if Ryan isn't saying, I don't know, he's contradicting himself or giving facts that, like, Don knows is not true, like Heather's last name. He's also very irritated and asked, Over and over again. Can I just go home and go to bed? Like, oh, my God. Wait, that interrogation only lasts an hour. Yeah. But I watched almost every single piece of it. And it's uh, you're just in shock. (laughs) Like, what is happening? Right. So the feelings mutual. Dalton's also getting really pissed. Given how frustrated he was and insane and listening to it, I'm actually shocked that he never questions if he's on drugs. Yeah, yeah. That was my first thought when I very first watched. It, I was like, he, he, his speech sounds off anyway. But and then also he's just incoherent. Right. If it came up, I didn't hear it. But I watched pretty much the entire thing. Wow. Yeah, that's true. So Dalton continues pressing Ryan, and it does seem like he's starting to finally stick to one story. That story is this: Richina, his dad came over with a gun. He takes back the bone arrow says so it's a gun, he killed Heather and he tried to kill him by shooting him in the face. And Dalton's like, if you were shot in the face with a revolver, because now they've decided it's a revolver, mm-hmm. you would be dead. And Ryan's like, oh I know, right? You'd think. And that's not, that's not a direct quote. Like it's he's essentially he's like, yeah, I know. You'd think. So Dalton's just like staring at him at this point. And he's like, all right, I'll be right back. He walks out of the room and he comes back and he's totally different. His demeanor's totally changed. He's not frustrated at Ryan. He's not pressing him. He sits down all nice, no more hard cop, and says, the paramedics are on their way, because he God. realizes that Ryan, for the past six hours, has been sitting with the Phoenix police with a bullet in his head. That's what I thought, and I couldn't. Oh, my God. The pa- Wait, why were his parents not around And be like, no, something is wrong? We'll have a lot of questions. Okay. No. That oh, wow. that being number one. they are like, wait, no, this is not our son. This is, well, he's being very weird. We need to get him somewhere. Ryan's 18, so he doesn't need his parents in there for questioning. But when they took him out with cuffs, they were on the street and Don was like, wait, what's going on? Why is he in cuffs? And why does he have a black eye? And he kept, he's he I watched an interview with him. He kept trying to go up to him and the cops were like, if you step one foot closer to your son, like they would not let uh, him see him. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and he was like crying, he said he was just distraught. So they just went home and they were like, keep <gasps> us posted on what's going on. Oh so no, his parents God. weren't there. Mm. The paramedics get there, Dalton uncuffs Ryan and Ryan walks to the ambulance with a bullet in his head. He gets to the hospital, and they discovered he'd actually been shot in the head twice. (gasps) One bullet was still lodged in his brain. Six pieces of his ass socket were in his brain. He had a fractured skull. A piece of skull was, was missing because the second bullet grazed by it, and he had a broken jaw. Holy shit. That's why he was acting like that. He wasn't fucked up. He's not a criminal. He wasn't being defensive. He had a traumatic brain injury, and a trained detective did not catch that something was way off. Well, where's blood? Well, and I guess I'll... Seeing the picture, I'll, I won't make it the first picture in the carousel. They took... When he got to the police station, they took 43 pictures of him. When I say he had a black eye, it was the most severely swollen, not bruised. It was actually black. He couldn't open it. He clearly... Needed medical attention clearly, and so oh my god, it's like Roth In the four Yes. Yeah. yes, when he said they were swollen checks he shot in the face. E, that's a bonus episode reference. That's a, sorry, guys. Sorry, bonus episode two. It was really good. Yeah, it is like <laughs> that. Um, when he was sitting in the patrol car for four hours, and the paramedics came in to determine Heather's death, they should have been taken to. Ryan, even though they thought Ryan was involved, like killed Heather. Right. That's probably, he probably does have a little blood on him too. And probably just writing it off to that's probably Heather's. Yeah. He definitely should have been seen, even if they thought he was responsible. I mean, it's ridiculous. He, you can see. Okay. So anyway, here's what happened. On Christmas day, Ryan and Heather were sitting on the couch eating pizza, chilling. There's a knock on the door and Ryan cracks it to see who it was and realize it's Richie a psycho who lived at the house before he did. I'll get to that in a second. And Richie's dad, Larry. So Ryan immediately tries to close it. They're like struggling, trying to get in. He's trying to push him out. Richie gets his arm through while holding a gun, shoots Ryan in the face (sighs) and got in the apartment. When he was in there, he shot Ryan again in the head, (sighs) then walked up to Heather and shot her in the head merely because she was a witness. (sighs) They stole a computer and a couple other things and then bolted. So about Richie and Larry, father and son, dynamic effing duo. Mm-hmm. They're no strangers to the Phoenix PD. Prior to this, Larry had been arrested over six times for domestic violence and assaults. His son Richie's record was much longer. He had been mm-hmm. arrested for several assaults, an armed robbery, and he actually went to prison for four years for just walking up to someone and stabbing him. <gasps> He's a lunatic. Oh, what the hell's this guy's problem? Well, he grew up with Larry, right? Larry did not lead by example. That's for sure. The apple doesn't far- fall too far. Am I right? You're right. Richie used to live in the same house that Ryan lived in, not at the same time. Apparently, he just kept coming around. Like, he'd come over to see if his mail was there or to pick something up that he left, even though he didn't leave anything. One night, they caught him sneaking around the backyard late at night, and right, like Ryan walked out there and was like, what are you doing? They got in kind of a fight. Um, I think Ryan accused him of casing the place for a robbery. Which he probably was. Which he likely was. He actually told him he was looking for his iguana that's nocturnal and only comes out at night. Ryan was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Ew, trust me. If I see your iguana, you'll be the first one I call to come get that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say how old Richie is? At this point, I believe he's 24. Mm, Okay. So they think, Richie and Larry may have been trying to get revenge on Ryan for this altercation about if he was casing the place or they were just gonna rob him, expecting no one to be home. But when they were, they killed him to get rid of witnesses. Although if they were weren't expecting anyone to be home, why would they knock? They knocked on the door. So I was about to say, no. Who knows? They're just lunatics. So right, poor they have Ryan. A pet iguana, so if that Gross. says anything. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, he's ferrets at home, I'm sure. Ugh. So poor Ryan is clearly in distress throughout this entire ordeal, and it takes six hours for anyone to notice that something is clearly off. They just think he's being defensive. And it's really hard to watch the interrogation video knowing this information. Like, he is not frustrated. He's in pain and very confused. Wait, explain the six hours, because the interrogation was one. So... When done, called 911 for the welfare check. The cops finally got there at 1130. What I'm about to say is true. <laughs> it's just the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Even after they got there and could see in the window someone lying there, they did not bust in the house, even though the law says they don't need a reason if they think someone's either dead or needs medical attention. They can bust in there and try to help that person. But instead they thought they needed a search warrant. So they waited an additional hour for someone to give them a search warrant. So they finally got in around 1230. Oh, yeah. Made them sit in the cop car forever. And right. then they took him to the station and they interrogated him for almost an hour. So all in all, the whole ordeal was six hours. That is really a stupid assumption because what's the point of a wel- welfare check? If all you can do is knock on the door, well, I can do that. It's... It's insane. And I will note, Ryan opened the door, I think, before the search warrant was even there. Right. So it's it's all, it's ridiculous. It's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's not, you can bust into a house if you Mm -hmm. need to. Right. Anyway, so now knowing this information, the interrogation video is really hard to watch. I actually watched it before knowing this, and he does seem frustrated. But then after watching it, it's, Heart wrenching. Like he's in so much pain. He's very confused. He's not frustrated. Mm. All of his like, I don't know, sounds oh. so desperate. Like he's trying so hard to remember, but his brain is not there. He's not being defensive. He's not being defiant. It is so sad. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't want to watch it. Yeah. So when he finally get, and by the way, when you watch it, sorry, it's like one of those t- little security cameras in yeah. the corner of a room. Mm -hmm. It's in the corner. He's in the other corner. I mean, it's usually very hard to see him. All you see is black. His (gasps) eye is so bad. Oh, my God. And you wouldn't let me post Carla Homolka's black eyes for being kicked in the head? Um, You're going to post this crap? I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to slide that into your carousel. Okay. So So when he finally gets to the hospital, he goes into surgery immediately, has his left eye removed. In a portion of his brain. Mm. He spends 35 days in the hospital, during which time not one Phoenix cop came to see him to even inquire further about the shooting. Or, I don't know, to say, sorry we kept you there for so long, not realizing that what you were saying was you were shot in the face. Right. Here's a $50 million payout. Mm, We'll get there. Apologies for your inconvenience. Oh, great. Two weeks after Ryan got home, The police came over to ask him more about the shooting. And four days after that, they arrest Richie Carver. A few days after that, Richie's mom went to the cops and said, "Uh Uh-uh. My husband Larry told me he helped Richie. Apparently Richie's mom. Well, she (laughs) was pissed that they were gonna let that Larry was gonna let their son take the fall. She was like, Larry's a piece of shit. Yeah. Y'all know this. Richie's mom. She was like, he's not taking all the heat. I love her. So in June 2008, Richie Carver was convinced that... Convinced of what? That he was a piece of shit. I'm convinced of that, too. Same. Mm -hmm. He was actually convicted Mm -hmm. of felony murder, burglary, aggravated assault, and misconduct involving weapons and sentenced to life without parole. Good. Larry, however, got to walk free for years because his wife, Richie's mom, recanted her statement about Larry confessing to her that he helped Richie and invoked her marital privilege, refusing to testify against her husband. Ugh, Without Richie's that, not. I know. Without that, they really didn't have anything to convict Larry. They had no proof he was there. Yeah, but think about the threats that must have been slung her way by Prince Larry being wow. like, you re- recant this, or I'm going to fucking shoot you in the head. Right, but it's okay. It doesn't matter because... Heather Kwan's badass family appealed to legislators what is now known as Heather's Law, which revokes marital privilege if a spouse voluntarily gave police information about their spouse's involvement in a serious crime. So oh. she voluntarily told police that she, she has to testify. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay. So in November 2011, so he was walking free for several years. Larry Carver was convicted of first degree murder, attempted first degree murder, burglary, and aggravated assault, also sentenced to life in prison without parole. Good. Ryan and Don sued the city of Phoenix for $15 million. Hold on to your fucking hat. Dalton said in his deposition that he had no reason to think Ryan needed medical attention because it was just a black eye. I can't stress the severity of this black eye enough, but he's an idiot. Because their entire interaction was being recorded. right? So suck it, Dalton. Because in the very beginning of the interrogation, Ryan asked Dalton if he gets to go home soon, even though he had like just sat down. And Dalton responds, no, if you go anywhere, it needs to be to go see a doctor. And <sighs> Ryan points to his eye and said, what, this? Is it bad? And Dalton's like, it is really bad. <gasps> he says it. It's all on recording. Holy shit. And... Even if it were just a black guy that's swollen, like, first of all, police should be able to tell a head injury just on that alone. But in addition to him talking crazy nonsense and being confused and making up people and saying that, what grade, when did you graduate, B, like, shit like that, like, that means that accompanied with a swollen head needs to be taken seriously. Right. I mean, 100%. It's insane. And it's really sad. So then Dalton says that the paramedics who came in said the same thing, that it looked just like a black eye. Yet again, all, this all takes place in a room with video cameras. And the cam- while the cameras are rolling, obviously, you can clearly hear one of the par- paramedics say, we got to get you a hospital, man. It looks like you got shot in the face. What the hell? They're just trying to cover their tracks at this point. The city of Phoenix then brought in an expert. I'm doing air quotes, people who said that the six-hour delay in tending to a traumatic brain injury wouldn't have made a difference in the outcome. Oh, S- six my. hours doesn't matter. The, the outcome of his injuries would have been the same whether they took him immediately or in six hours. This is what this person said. The dumbest shit I've ever heard my entire life. My God. So the Wallers hired a brain surgeon from Florida for $10,000 who said no. When the brain is bleeding, it's swelling, and every single minute counts. Right. Let's get a neurologist up in here. Who was who the expert? What was their title? I don't know. Didn't say it. Just said an expert. But, like, imagine... <laughs> a general expert. But having a traumatic brain injury, you're in a car wreck, or right. you fall, or do something, and they're like, no need for an ambulance, because it really doesn't matter when you get to the hospital. Just walk. Like, what extra. do you mean it doesn't matter? No. Right. They're resources to help you get to the hospital quick as shit for a reason. Right. Life flights are a thing for a reason. I mean, because every moment counts, especially with a bleeding brain. But Okay. Either way, it doesn't matter because their case against the city was dismissed. (gasps) What the fuck? Why? (sighs) I mean, apparently Phoenix is very corrupt. There's a lot of this they're under they at the time I the article I read and YouTube's I watched at this time they were being investigated um there's a lot of accusations of someone being paid off to dismiss this i mean i'm it's sure just clearly rigged don waller had to make the choice to not lose everything he had trying to fight a case that was clearly rigged mm. so they just accepted it i can't oh. My God, that's infuriating. He lost his eye. He He lost some of his brain. So even though Ryan survived and is a hero for solving the murder of his girlfriend when he was under probably the most mental and physical distress you could be under, the ordeal drastically impacted his life, obviously. Aside from having his eye and part of his brain removed, he started having very intense seizures. Oh. Like his dad said, he had one where he literally bit off half of his tongue. Oh, Had a couple that ended in broken bones. And he had they were very, very intense. And he had them pretty often. He had a medication, but he still had them. Oh. He had one in a grocery store that resulted in 40 stitches in his head, his face and head. He hit his head so hard on the grocery store floor that his brain started bleeding. And sadly, that's how he died. No. He died on January 20, 2016, at 27 years old. Ten years oh. after the attack, because of one of the seizures, so they could have charged Larry and Richie with his murder as well. Oh yeah, since he he died as a result of their attack, but they were both already serving life sentences without the chance of parole. And the the Wallers were like, "We're not doing another trial. Forget it. We're good." Oh my god! Isn't I'm that so pissed? Is there not anything else the parents can do? Like, isn't that so sad? That is terrible i did not know the facts of that but what that was the one i was thinking of that was suggested to me terrible if you thought it was terrible give us a five star (laughs) if you agree that phoenix pd and paul dalton's a piece of shit and And people are wallers Wallers a hero and and heather kwan poor i mean she was just sitting there they weren't even gonna kill her she was just a witness i hate shit like that this is the stuff i think about when i get stressed over petty things that i'm like In one minute, some low life loser could come in and shoot me dead. So, oh my God. But really, poor Heather, poor Ryan, poor everyone except those low life losers. That is such a dark thought, Rebecca. (laughs) It's what this whole podcast is. Right. You're such a downer. See. everyone who's listening and participating in this is a downer and has the same dark thoughts i know that right community full right. of dark thoughts mm-hmm. so that's the story of um poor Ryan waller yeah all right well y'all thanks for listening tell some friends and, and if you've made it this far i'm going to say this i said this a few episodes ago you get on that reddit true crime podcast and you do promote us because i made a burner account and i promoted us just to test it no one's blocked that guy's full of shit you you promote us in there thanks the oh i'm glad you made a burner account just to test it i oh, just want to see guy. he's all bark and no bite that guy yeah god yeah. good to know okay get in there ah. get in there i'll you. show that moderator that's right he's so. gonna get all uppity at me and i'm gonna say i don't care dude leave me alone bye <laughs> bye